What is happening, everybody, and welcome to today's edition of Swag Talk. I am your host, Charles Wells, coming at you on this Wednesday, getting ready for Week 12 football action. Season is rapidly, rapidly, rapidly approaching its conclusion. Only, um, really, only two weeks or so left in the season, so not much time left. Um, Championship races are heating up, and it's going to be an interesting conclusion to the season. So we're not going to waste any time because I, I'm I'm really amped. I had a um, little time away to do a little bit of um, football vacationing, I guess you can call it. And now I'm back, so let's get it. Let's get directly into it. We're not going to waste any time. We're going to uh, go ahead as usual and uh, throw out the social media pages. Facebook.com slash Swag Talk, Twitter.com slash Swag Talk 76, Instagram.com slash Swag Talk, and Swag Talk 76 at gmail.com is the email address. So we're going to go ahead and get started with um, the offensive, uh, with, with the players of the week. Offensive player of the week, Alabama AM quarterback, Aguil Glass, uh, junior quarterback, six foot four, 215 pounds from St. Louis. Uh, the junior quarterback passed for a season-high 410 yards and four touchdowns while breaking two Alabama A&M records in a 48-43 win against Jackson State. Glass was 25-40 of 40 while throwing touchdown passes of 13, 14, 52, and 32. Glass also set new single-season records for touchdown passes. Previously with 26, he has 29. And passing yards previously... 2,886, now 3,064. Um, two games remaining, so he's going to, sh- well, he's already broken these records. He's just going to set the bar so high for single season records um, at Alabama A&M. Defensively, player of the week is Alcorn Solomon Muhammad, a 6'1", 235-pound senior linebacker from Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, he had a uh, game-high 14 tackles, uh, two tackles for loss, a sack and broke up a pass against Grambling. Specialist of the week, Grambling's Miguel Mendez, a 5'10", uh, 180-pound uh, graduate transfer kicker from Gonzalez, California. He made two field goals of 35, 32 and 45, which ended up being the difference in the game as Grambling beat Alcorn 19-16 in overtime. Newcomer of the week, Alabama A&M, Abdul Fatati Ibrahim, 6'1", 190-pound freshman wide receiver from Miramar, Florida. Uh, he finished with a season-high 210 yards receiving and two touchdowns on nine catches in A&M's 48-43 win against Jackson State. He caught touchdown passes of 52 and 14 yards. So congratulations to these young men for um, winning this honor. And... We have a lot of good games this week, so we should see some more great performances, and we'll check out who wins the Week 12 offensive, defensive, special teams, and uh, newcomer of the week. So we're going to go ahead and, and, and get started on, on our preview as we're going to um, – we have um, five games on the on the docket. Uh who is off this week? Pine Bluff is off this week. So, and Pine Bluff and Texas Southern are off this week. 
Oh, that's two non-conference games. So, our first game is Alabama State has to Tallahassee to take on Florida State. Uh, 12 o'clock kickoff. Alabama State comes into this game playing pretty well. They're on a two-game winning streak. Uh, they're sitting at 5-4, and 4-2 four, four and two in the conference. They opened up their season with a 24-19 loss to UAB. They beat Tuskegee 38-31. They lost to Kennesaw State 42-7. They beat Gramlin 23-20. They lost to Alcorn 35-7. They beat Jackson State 31-16. They lost to Alabama A&M 43-41. They beat Valley 27-0. And they defeated Texas Southern on Saturday 27-21. And they come um, into this game... Averaging 24 points a game on offense, they're allowing 25. They have 150 first downs. The opponent's 174. Passing, rushing yardage, excuse me, uh, uh, 1,062 for the Hornets on 335 carries, 3.2 yards per rush, 118 yards per game, 10 touchdowns. The opponent's 1,728 yards rushing on 389 carries, 4.4 yards per carry, 192 yards per game, 17 touchdowns. Passing Alabama A&M is 149 of 257. 19 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 1,850 yards. That's good for 205 yards per game. The opponents, 113 of 232 passing. 11 touchdowns, 6 interceptions, 1,373 yards. That's 152 yards per game. Total offense, 2,912 yards for the Hornets on 592 plays, 4.9 yards per play, 323 yards per game. The opponents, 3,101 yards on 621 plays, 5 yards per play, 344 yards per game. Alabama State has fumbled 11 times and lost 6. The opponents have fumbled 11 times and lost 5. 64 penalties for 616 yards. That's an average per game of 68 yards on penalties for the Hornets. The opponents, 72 penalties for 550 yards. 61 yards per game um, penalties. Uh, Alabama State is averaging 42 yards per point. The opponents, 35 52 of 132 on third down for the Hornets, that's 39%. 5 of 14 on fourth downs, that's 35%. The opponents, 47 of 132 on third down, that's 35%. Uh, 6 of 15 on fourth down, 40%. The Hornets have 21 sacks, the opponents 18. 30 total touchdowns for Alabama State, 31 for the opponents. Individually, the Hornets are led in rushing by Ezra Gray. With 127 carries, 569 yards, two touchdowns. Duran Bell, 62 carries, 338 yards, two touchdowns. Ja'Cory Merritt, 60 carries, 149 yards, two touchdowns. Kadaris Davis, 58 carries, 159, oh, excuse me, 58 carries, uh, minus 23 yards, two touchdowns. That's basically sack yardage. Passing, Davis. 129 of 224, 1,628 yards, 18 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Jet Evan, 19 of 31, 219 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Receiving, Michael Jefferson, 37 catches, 633 yards, 10 touchdowns. 
Jahar Booker, 18 catches, 258 yards, three touchdowns. Tyreek Allen, 20 catches, 242 yards, three touchdowns. Jeremiah Hickson, 18 catches, 230 yards, two touchdowns. Moses, Mar- Mar- Moses Marshall, 10 catches, 127 yards. Larry Brown, 12 catches, 89 yards. Defensively, the Hornets are led in tackles by Urshad Davis with 57, Devin Booker, 49, Keenan Isaac, 44, Colton Adams, 43, Joshua Hill, 42, Christian Clark, 42, Deron Johnson, 30, Natron Culpepper, 29, Nicholas Terry, 28, Jalen Carson, 22, and Jeffrey Hill with 21. Tackles for loss, Adams, 8, Booker, 6, Nick. Terry, six. Deron Johnson, five. Ogletree, four and a half. Davis, four. Isaac, four. Cole Pepper, four. Jeffrey Hill, three and a half. Trevor Goodrum, three and a half. Joseph Jones, three and a half. Christian Clark, Aaron Pope, Morero Thomas, Eric Feltz, each have two and a half. Lucky Oweebe, two. Sex. Booker, four. Pope. And good room two, Davis, Adams, Terry, Ogletree, Awee, Thomas, and Jones. Each have one and a half sacks. Clark, Culpepper, Rompersod, and Phelps have one. And Carson has a half a sack. Interceptions, Culpepper two, Hill, Joshua Hill one, Jeffrey Hill one, Darius King one, and Trevor Goodrum with one. So Alabama State is Playing, you know, basically 500 ball. Where right now they're um, one game above 500, but they're an up and down team, and they don't they don't necessarily do anything that wows you. But they've been winning games, and the games they've lost, they they have been kind of taken out in a couple of those games. Uh, they did have a triple overtime loss to alabama and them but for the most part they have been in most of the game they played um kennesaw state beat them really bad and they you know they compete they just aren't really doing a lot you know a lot offensively to to make your head spin but um they're facing the florida state team that's coming in here with an interim coach you know they fire uh they fired willie taggart uh, about a week ago so this is a team that's basically up and down as well. They're five and five, um, four and four in conference. Uh, they opened up their season with a 36-31 loss to Boise State. They beat ULM 45-44. They lost to Virginia 35-31-24. They beat Louisville 35-24. They beat North Carolina State 31-13. They lost to Clemson 45-14. They lost to Wake Forest 22-20. They beat Syracuse 35-17. They lost to Miami 27-10. And Saturday, they defeated Boston College 38-31. Right now, the Seminoles coming to this game averaging 28 points per game. They're allowing 29. They have 216 first downs. The opponents 249. 1,328 yards rushing for the Seminoles on 368 carries, 3.6 yards per rush, 132 yards per game, 18 touchdowns. The opponents, 1,673 yards rushing on 437 carries, 3.8 yards per rush, 167 yards per game, 17 touchdowns, 2,735 yards passing, 
for Florida State, 231 of 349, 20 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. That's good for 273 yards per game. Uh, 2,742 yards passing for the opponents. 23, uh, 233 of 384, 14 touchdowns, 6 interceptions, 274 yards per game. Total offense, 4,063 yards for Florida State on 717 plays, 5.7 yards per play, 406 yards per game. The opponents, 4,415 4, 4, yards on 821 plays. 5.4 yards per play, 441 yards per game. Florida State has fumbled 15 times and lost 5. The opponents have fumbled 18 times and lost 8. Penalties, Florida State has 91 penalties for 719 yards. That's 71 yards per game. The opponents, 75 penalties for 652 yards. That's 65 yards per game. They're averaging 39 yards per punt. The opponents, 44. Third downs, Florida State is 56 of 151 for 37% and 7 of 14 for 50%. Uh, 71 of 171 of 172 on third down for the opponents, that's 41%. 8 of 17 on fourth down, that's 47%. Florida State has 27 sacks. They've allowed 35. So uh, that offensive line gets, gets um, ran through quite often by defenses. Uh, they don't pass protect very well. Uh, they have 38 total touchdowns. The opponents 33. They led in rushing by Cam Akers, 214 carries, 1,042 yards, 13 touchdowns. Kalen LeBorn, 51 carries, 242 yards, two touchdowns. Jordan Travis, three carries, 94 yards, two touchdowns. James Blackman, 49 carries, 350. <laughs> 39, 49 carries, 35 yards, one touchdown. Passing James Blackman, 143 of 221, 1,699 yards, 13 touchdowns, six interceptions. Alex Hornibrook, 84 of 122, 986 yards, seven touchdowns, two interceptions. Cam Akers, four of six, 50 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, Tamaron Terry. 40 catches, 80, 802 yards, 7 touchdowns. DJ Matthews, 32 catches, 333 yards, 2 touchdowns. Cam Akers, 28 catches, 223 yards, 4 touchdowns. Treshawn Harrison, 24 catches, 195 yards, 1 touchdown. Trey McKitty, 23 catches, 241 yards. Ontario Wilson, 20 catches, 227 yards, 1 touchdown. Keyshawn Helton, 17 catches, 239 yards, 3 touchdowns. Keith Gavin, 13 catches, 117 yards. And Gabe Neighbors, 10 catches, 131 yards, 2 touchdowns. Defensively, they're led in tackles by Hamza Nasruddin. He has 85 tackles on the season. Sanford Samuels, 52. Emmett Rice, 52. Amari Gaynor, 50. Asante Samuel, 45. Marvin Wilson, 44. Uh, Leonard Warner, 44. Janarius Robinson, 41. Dontavious Jackson, 38. Robert Cooper, 34. Cyrus Fagan, 33. Levante Taylor, 31. Corey Durden, 31. Akeem Dent, 29. Cedric Wood, 25. Dennis Briggs, 22. And Brandon Gant, 21. Uh, tackles for loss, led um, by Janarius Robinson with 9. 
Marvin Wilson, eight and a half. Amari Gaynor, five. Cooper, four. Durden, four and a half. Sacks. Wilson leads the team with five. Durden, four and a half. Gaynor, three. And Robinson with three. Interceptions. Nashville Dean, Samuels, Asante Samuel, Cyrus Fagan, Levante Taylor, and Isaiah Bolden each have one interception on the season. So, um, Florida State's a team that, you know, I mean, they are an FBS team, so this is pretty much a game that they're going to control for the most part. But they've been a team that's been very streaky all season. They, you know, the line is not, does not block good. Uh, defensively, they've had lapses, but they do have skill, talent. Um, offensively, Cam Akers is a top 10 in the country running back, and he can run and throw. Um, he was a quarterback in high school, so he they're going to use him in packages. Alabama State just needs to come out and just stay the course. You know, don't don't try to reinvent the wheel. Don't, you know, get outside of yourself. Don't, you know, don't fold early. Just, you know, play football and, and see where that takes you. But um, this this is honestly not, to me, not the best time for an FBS game because you're in the thick of the conference race. You know, things are heating up. You know, you already, you're not out of the race per se because Alcorn um, took a loss. But they do hold a tiebreak over you, so you need a lot of help. But you kind of want to stay in, in conference and stay focused on conference games. You know, late season non-conference games to me are are, are kind of tough. You know, but sometimes you well you gotta do what you gotta do to to pay the bills, obviously. So uh, I'm gonna say um, Alabama State makes this interesting early. They score a couple early touchdowns. I think Florida State wins 56-14. Alabama State gets a couple big plays early and and, and looks good for the most part. Our uh, depth is, is just gonna wear them down. Uh, Gremlin is our next game. They had the Itabina, Mississippi to take on Mississippi Valley. One o'clock kickoff. Gremlin comes in here hot as fire. They are five and four, three and two in the conference, and they've won five straight games, including a, a huge victory on Saturday. Uh, they opened up their season with a 31 to nine loss to Louisiana Monroe. They beat, I mean, excuse me, every week I see this, I want to say they won this game because they really should have but they lost to Louisiana Tech 20 to 14. They lost to Alabama State 23-20. They lost to Prairie View 42-36. They beat Jackson 44-21. They beat Alabama AM 23 to 10. They beat Pine Bluff 39-33. They lost they beat Texas Southern 55-20. And they beat Alcorn on Saturday 19-16 in overtime. So Grandless heating up at the right time. And they, you know, they're looking more and more like that team early in the season that we were like you know you have to be careful of this team because they are dangerous and, and they will burn you um they're averaging 28 points a game they're allowing 24 they have 196 first downs the opponents 194 Gremlin has run for 1869 yards on 368 carries 5.1 yards per rush 207 yards per game 15 touchdowns the opponent's 1,668 yards rushing on 365 carries, 4.6 yards per carry, 185 yards per game, 14 touchdowns. Passing, Gramlin is 175 or 286. 
12 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, 1,767 yards. That's 196 yards per game. The opponents, 180 of 315, 13 touchdowns, 15 interceptions, 2,175 yards. That's 241 yards per game. Total offense, Gremlin, 3,636 yards on 654 plays. 5.6 yards per play, 404, 404 yards per game, 34 total touchdowns. The opponents, 3,843 yards on 680 plays, 5.7 yards per play, 427 yards per game, 27 total touchdowns. Gremlin has averaged, um, they have 74 penalties for 754 yards. 83 yards per game on penalties. They are averaging 30, 39 yards per punt. The opponents, 66 penalties for 580 yards. That's 64 yards per game. They're averaging 35 yards per punt. Gremlin is 53 of 136 on third down for 38%. 3 of 10 on fourth down for 30%. They fumbled nine times and lost six. They have 19 sacks. The opponents, 53 of 141 for 37% on third down, 7 of 18 on fourth down for 38%. They fumbled 11 times and lost 5, and they have 19 sacks as well. Gremlin is led in rushing by Jeremy Hickbottom. Uh, he's 104, 104 carries, 550 yards, 4 touchdowns. Kevin Dominique, 63 carries, 317 yards, 3 touchdowns. Keelan Elder, 33 carries. 259 yards, two touchdowns. Jakari Nichols, 54 carries, 238 yards, three touchdowns. Justin Ricard, 23 carries, 97 yards. Damian Krumati, 15 carries, 85 yards. C.J. Russell, 14 carries, 72 yards. Charles Wright, 19 carries, uh, 70 yards and a touchdown. Keenan Fontenot, 11 carries, 59 yards and one touchdown. So, Rushing-wise, Gremlin uses a lot of people, you know, pretty much everybody gets a carry. So, they, they run by committee, and they do it well. Hickbottom is 152 of 248 passing, 1,538 yards, 11 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. Charles Wright, 30, uh, 23 of 37, 229 yards, 1 touchdown, 2 interceptions. Lyndon Rash leads the team with 29 receptions for 370 yards, 6 touchdowns. Devontae Davis, 25 catches, 275 yards. Raylon Richardson, 19 catches, 232 yards and a touchdown. Donald Johnson, 26 catches, 164 yards. Quentin Geis, 11 catches, 133 yards and 1 touchdown. Dequarius Thomas, 7 catches, 119 yards, 1 touchdown. Kobe Ross. Seven catches, 99 yards, and a touchdown. Jakari Nichols, seven catches, 78 yards. And Kevin Dominique, seven catches, 75 yards, and a touchdown. Defensively, they led in tackles by DeAndre McCarthy with 49. DeAndre Hogues, 46. Devonair Martin, 43. Joe McWilliams, 43. Keenan Fontenot, 42. Xavier Loge, 34. Anthony Mullins, 33. Cody Dillard, 26. Damian Cremati, 25. Uh, Donald Freeman, 25. Wesley Green, 24. And Brandon Wiggs with 20. Tackles for loss. McCarthy, 10.5. Mullins, 8.5. And, 
Hogs five and a half, McWilliams four, Dillard four, Freeman four, Green four, Kobe Foster two and a half, Martin two, Najee Gordon two, Jeremy Carter two, Fontenot one and a half, Wiggs one and a half, uh, Lodge one, and Jackson one. Sacks, McCarthy leads with five and a half, Mullins four, Hogs two and a half, Green two. Dillard one, Freeman one, Foster one, uh, Gordon one, and Cameron Robinson and Brendan Vaughn each have a half a sack. Interceptions, McWilliams with six, Martin three, Mullins one, Green one, Carter one, Fontenot one, Loge one, and Fields with one. And like I said, Gremlin is that that heating up at the right time. You know, this is this is the time that you you want to kind of put your best foot forward. You know, they got themselves. Back into the, the division race as they kind of looked like they was gonna be out of it. You know, they they were 0-4 and not looking very good, but they found a way. You know, they found a way to to to, to pick up some victories and piece piece some things together. And that's really all you all you can really ask for as a team is to kind of put yourself in in position and, and when the season when the season Season hits this end point, you do what you got to do, and now you now you're in the thick of it. So, Gremlins playing very well. They are a dangerous team right now. Definitely a team that you want to kind of be careful of. Uh, and, and, and they're facing a valid team who defensively is pretty good. Offensively, they're not good this year at all. Um, they're two and seven overall, one and four in the conference. They lost to Tennessee State 26-20 to start the season off. They lost to Lamar 23-20 in overtime. They lost to Bethune-Cookman 22-6. They lost to Alcorn 45-19. They beat Virginia Lynchburg 31-23. They lost to Pine Bluff 38-6. They lost to Jackson State 31-28 in overtime. They beat Texas Southern 35-14, and they lost... Last week to Alabama State, twenty-seven to nothing, and they come into this game trying to, you know, they they're trying to play spoilers. You know, you obviously kind of had some things in front of you that you couldn't really take advantage of, and now you want to finish out the season strong. You want to make life hard for somebody, and this is not going to be an easy game for Groundland because Valley's going to come in here ready to play. You know, they're not going to lay down, but. You know, I don't know how firepower-wise, how they're going to fare. They're averaging 18 points a game. They're allowing 27. They have 147 first downs. The opponent's 186. They run for 1,366 yards on 363 carries, 3.8 yards per rush, 151 yards per game, 9 touchdowns, 1,468 yards rushing for the opponents on 344 carries, 4.3 yards per carry. 163 yards per game, 11 touchdowns. Valley is 130 of 281 passing, 10 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, 1,087 yards. That's 120 yards per game. The opponents, 181 of 300, 16 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, 2,215 yards. That's 246 yards per game. Total offense, Valley has 2,453 yards on 644 plays, 3.8 yards per play, 272 yards per game. The opponents, 
3,683 yards on 644 plays, 5.7 yards per play, 409 yards per game. Valley has four fumbles and lost three. The opponents have fumbled 18 times and lost 14. So, like I said, they, you know, they do pretty well at forcing turnovers. They forced 22 turnovers on the season. They won't turn the ball over 10 times. So, they do a good job on the turnover ratio. It just hasn't translated into wins for them. They have 50 penalties for 411 yards. That's 45 yards per game. The opponents, 75 penalties, 717 yards. 79 yards per game penalties. Valley's averaging 36 yards per punt. The opponents 36 as well. Valley is 49 of 151 on third down for 31%. 10 of 22 on fourth downs. That's 45%. The opponents 41 of 130 for 31% on fourth down on third downs. Excuse me. 11 of 16 on fourth down for 68%. Valley has 26 sacks. The opponents have 18. Valley 24 total touchdowns, the opponents 30. Defensively, like I said, Valley's defense stacks up really, really well with the rest of the conference. Um, they're actually sixth in total defense, so, you know, they're, they're no pushover on defense at all. They're fourth in rushing defense, and they're eighth against the pass. So, they, they you know, they're kind of weak against the pass, but, you know, for a team like Valley, that's still pretty good because they do a good job of getting pressure on the quarterback and, and turning you over. So defensively, they play well. Offensively, they, they just don't have the firepower to to really be competitive. Um, if they can make a game ugly, then they stand a chance, but they just find a way to shoot themselves in the foot one way or the other. Uh, the Jared Bryant is the leader in Russia. He has 138 carries, 642 yards, 7 touchdowns. Caleb Johnson, 87 carries. 351 yards, one touchdown. John Derrick Smith, 70 carries, 186 yards, one touchdown. Dwayne Barnett, 34 carries, 84 yards. Uh, Jarius Clayton, 14 carries, 95 yards. Bryant, 115 of 258 passing, 1,036 yards, 10 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. Roger Titan, 15 of 23, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Jarius Clayton leads the team in receptions with 36 for 363 yards, three touchdowns. Johnny Wilson, 23 catches, 220 yards, three touchdowns. John Derrick Smith, 13 catches, 108 yards. So Devin Gray, 18 catches, 105 yards. Malik Myers, 10 catches, 86 yards, and two touchdowns. Marcus Kidd, eight catches, 66 yards, two touchdowns. Caleb Johnson, 10 catches, 58 yards. Defensively, Tracy Tompkins leads the team with 88 tackles. Tadarius Davis, 64. Von Meese, one year, 48. Keontae Daniels, 46. Jonathan Jones, 44. Jerry Garner, 43. Ray Taylor, 39. Eric Powell, 30. Deion Reed, 30. Ross Silvestri, 28. Chimento Shaw, 26. Romalis Carey, 26. And Antoine Howard, 23. Tackles for loss. Garner, 12. Tompkins, 10.5. Taylor, 10.5. Powell, 8. Davis, 6.5. Carey, 4.5. Howard, 4. Swanier, 3. Bell, 2.5. Shaw, 2. Reed, 1.5. Dozier, 1.5. Daniel, Silvestri, Morgan, and Bloodsaw each have 1. Sacks, Garner, 7.5. Powell, 6. Jalen Bell, 2.5. Taylor, 2. Carey, 2. Uh, Davis one and a half, Dozier one and a half, 
Tompkins, one and a half. Reed, Howard, and K-Man Cooper each have a half a sack. Interceptions, Jonathan Jones, three. to Darius Davis, one. Keontae Daniels, one. Silvestri, Shaw, Morgan each have one interception as well. Um, this is going to be an interesting game. This game is not easy for Groundland by no means, and they're coming off of a big win, so that's something you kind of got to be cautious of. You know, you don't want to get caught. You know, you got a bye week coming up next week, and the Bayou Classic is the following week, so you don't want to get caught, you know, trying to just get through this game to get to those games, knowing that you are um, still in the thick of this race. And... Valley can catch you, but offensively, Valley just doesn't have the firepower. But if if Valley, this game is probably going to be an ugly type of game. You know, another you know low scoring game, mid to low twenties. Valley has a shot if they offensively can find some consistency. Um, defensively, I think they're going to be in the game, but offensively, I think they're overmatched. Um, I think Grambling. I'll play a little bit out of out of pocket a little because they, you know, they're coming off of a big win. They may let down a little bit, but I think Gramlin will, will win this game. I'm going to say um, 27 to 19. I think Valley will be in it, but they, they'll they make a, 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 a little run late, but not enough to get back into the game. Our next game is Ever Waters heads to Purview to take on the Panthers. A Purview at 2 o'clock. Not gonna go super duper deep in this game. I, you know, I'm gonna do do a little preview preview. I don't have any stats on Ever Waters, but right now they're one and nine on the season. One um, one and nine on the season. They lost to Morehouse twenty six to twenty. They lost to Southern sixty one to nothing. They lost to Lane forty four fourteen. They lost to Shaw forty nine to ten. They lost to Central State twenty eight twenty one. They beat Allen forty five fourteen. They lost to Miles 49 to 28. They lost to Kentucky State 12 to nothing. They lost to Tuskegee 27-26 in a pretty good game. And Savannah State beat them 49-19 on Saturday. So they've been in some games, and some games they've been, you know, woefully overmatched. Um, Southern is the only uh, upper division team they played up until this point, and they were totally overmatched in that game. But... They've kind of held their own in other games to an extent. They've had a couple games that were um, not not good for them, but some were very close. But uh, they're going to be overmatched in this game against Prairie View. Um, Prairie View comes into this game at 4-5, 3-3 uh, in conference. They beat Texas Southern 44-23 to open the season. They lost to University of Houston 37-17. They beat Nichols, I mean, excuse me, they lost to Nichols 42-35. They lost to Alcorn 45-41. They beat Gramlin 42-36. They lost to Southern 34-28. They beat Virginia Lynchburg 51-0. They lost to Jackson State 38-35 in double overtime. And they beat Pine Bluff 37-20. Prairie comes into this game averaging 36 points per game. They're allowing 30. They have 212 first downs, the opponents 204. They run for 1,918 yards on 
367 carries, 5.2 yards per carry, 213 yards per game, 24 touchdowns. The opponents 1,512 yards rushing on 385 carries, 3.9 yards per carry, 168 yards per game, 19 touchdowns. Prayer view is 162 of 278 passing, 20 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 2,562 yards. That's 284 yards per game. The opponents 168 of 288 passing, 13 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, 1,870 yards. 207 yards per game. Total offense per view, 4,480 yards on 645 plays, 6.9 yards per play, 497 yards per game, 45 touchdowns. The opponents, 3,382 yards on 673 plays, 5 yards per play, 375 yards per game, 34 total touchdowns. Purview is averaging 36 yards per punt. The opponents, 34. Preview has 106 penalties uh, for 909 yards. That's 101 yards per game. The opponents, 57 penalties, 534 yards, 59 yards per game. Preview is 52 of 124 on third down for 41%. The opponents, I mean, excuse me, they're 11 of 19 on fourth down for 57%. The opponents, 47 of 135 for 34% on third down and 8 of 12 on fourth down for 66%. Prairie View has fumbled eight times and lost five. The opponents, six fumbles, and they've lost five. Prairie View has 25 sacks. The opponents have 14. Individually, the one year Tucker, 143 carries, 1,007 yards, 13 touchdowns. Jalen Morton, 74 carries, 450 yards, six touchdowns. Caleb, John, Caleb Broach, 44 carries. 156 yards, two touchdowns. Trezon Connolly, 32 carries, 132 yards. TJ Starks, 28 carries, 59 yards, one touchdown. Morton, 122 of 205 passing, 1,841 yards, 15 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Trezon Connolly, 26 of 44, 377 yards, two touchdowns. TJ Starks, 14 of 28, 344 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Tony Mullins, 28 catches, 531 yards, 7 touchdowns. Tristan Wallace, 32 catches, 417 yards, 1 touchdown. Jordan Jones, 23 catches, 401 yards, 3 touchdowns. Jared Scott, 10 catches, 255 yards, 2 touchdowns. Kalen Riles, 10 catches, uh, 241 yards, 3 touchdowns. Travis O'Connor, 11 catches, 174 yards. Chris Johnson, 9 catches, 131 yards, 1 touchdown. And DeWanye Tucker, 13 catches, 110 yards, and a touchdown. Defensively, Treshawn Smith, 78 tackles. Drake Cheatham, 61. Story, Story Jackson, 56. Jason Dumas, 48. Ronald Collins, 42. Logan Jackson, 37. Darius Campbell, 33. Jalen Harris, 30. Darius Hawkins, 30. 25, Tariq Molmore, 25, and Regis Stubblefield, 25. Tackles for loss, Smith, 11, Dumas, 10, Jackson, 8.5, Campbell, 7, Collins, 6, DePriest Taylor, 3, Chris Myers, 2.5, Drake Cheatham, 2, uh, Kendon Jones, 2, Travion Green, 2, Jalen Harris, 1.5, Stubblefield, 1.5, Steven Scott, 1.5, Desmond Obi, 1.5, Logan Jackson, one, and Tariq Molmore with one. 
Kyron Kyr Harris won and Joshua Williams won. Sacks, Smith, six. Jackson, four. Dumas, three and a half. Collins, two. DePriest Taylor, two. Obi, one and a half. Campbell, one. Myers, one. Green, one. Steven Scott, one. Kyron Harris, one. Interceptions. Jalen Harris, three. Drake Cheatham, two. Stubblefield, one. Jackson, one. And Antoine Stevens with one. This is, um, obviously, you know, Prairie View's playing out the string right now. They, you know, are out of it as far as the division goes. But, you know, they still can finish with a winning season if they win their last two games. So, this game is important in that factor. And they'll win this game. I think um, offensively, Prairie View just has too much too much firepower for a, a team like like Edward Waters. Um, I think they'll they'll win this game pretty easily. I'm gonna say um, 58 to seven. I think they'll you know they'll take care of business and and move on to to their final final game of the season as they as they close out a. Uh, 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 another disappointing season. I mean, not much else can be said about about a team like this that just constantly comes up short when it when you know when it counts. But you know they they are still very good offensively though. They look good. Um, Southern heads to Jackson to take on Jackson State. That's also a two o'clock kickoff. Huge game for um, both divisions actually. Southern is leading the the West Division. They need this game to keep. You know, keep the lead over over Grambling. Jackson State needs this win coming off of a loss to Alabama A&M last week to keep pace and get themselves an opportunity to to play for the championship uh, against Alcorn. So it's a, a a big game for both teams. You know, it really means a lot. Um, and this is you know Southern and Jackson is a rivalry, and now there's some stakes at the line. So it makes the game even more important. Southern comes into this game averaging 33 points per game. They're allowing 23. They um, have 2,249 yards rushing, uh, 433 carries, 224 yards per game, 5.2 yards per carry, 28 total touchdowns. The uh, opponents, 1,027 yards rushing on 333 carries, 3.1 yards per game. 102 yard 3.1 yards per carry 102 yards per game 14 touchdowns Southern is 157 of 261 passing 1791 yards 14 touchdowns 10 interceptions 179 yards per game the opponents 214 of 332 passing 2765 yards 14 touchdowns 11 interceptions 276 yards per game. Total offense, Southern, six, uh, 4,040 4, yards on 694 plays, 5.8 yards per play, 404 yards per game, 42 total touchdowns. The, the opponents, 3,792 yards on 665 plays, 5.7 yards per play, 28 total touchdowns, 379 yards per game. Southern is averaging, they're averaging 38 yards per punt. They have 
uh, twenty. They have allowed twenty four sacks and they have eighteen on the season. And, and like I said before, eleven interceptions. Southern has seventy penalties for seven hundred and thirty seven yards. That's seventy three yards per game. The opponents. 79 penalties, 687 yards, 68 yards per game. Southern has 244 first downs. They have allowed 197, 196. Southern is 60 of 120 on third down for 50%. That's a, an amazingly high number. And defensively, they have 55 of 133 on third down, 41%. That's another high number. It still baffles me that a team can be so good on third down on offense and so poor on third down on defense, but yet wins games. So they're finding ways to make things happen. Uh, Southern is 8 of 13 on fourth down for 61%. The opponents 11 of 23, uh, 47% on fourth down. Southern is led in rushing by... Devon Ben, he has 128 carries, 676 yards, 7 touchdowns. Ladarius Skelton, 129 carries, uh, 617 yards, 9 touchdowns. Chris Chaney, 38 carries, 224 yards, 1 touchdown. Craig Nelson, 37 carries, 196 yards, 2 touchdowns. Jamar Washington, 22 carries, 163 yards, 3 touchdowns. Gerard Sims, 19 carries, 146 yards, and a touchdown. Darbion Prophet, 16 carries, 93 yards, and a touchdown. Glendon McDaniel, 23 carries, 82 yards, 4 touchdowns. Skelton, 105 of 173 passing, 10 touchdowns, 5 interceptions, 1,169 yards. McDaniel, 52 of 85. Four touchdowns, four interceptions, 622 yards. Receiving, Hunter Register, 32 catches, 467 yards, eight touchdowns. Timothy Bedford, 28 catches, 310 yards, one touchdown. Jamal Washington, 22 catches, 312 yards, two touchdowns. Devon Ben, 17 catches, 121 yards. Brandon Hinton, 15 catches, 181 yards. Cameron Mackey, 13 catches, 146 yards. Defensively, Calvin Lunkins leads, leads the team with 59 tackles. Caleb Carter, 59. Benjamin Harris, 54. Jacoby Papillon, 40. Joe Davis, 39. Jordan Eastling, 29. Dakivian Champion, 27. Davin Cotton, 25. Chase Foster, 23, Montavious Gaines, 22, Jordan Lewis, 22, Tamarie Smith, 20, Tackles for Loss, Davis, 9, Lewis, 9, Champion, 6, Lunkins, 5, Porter, 4, Carter, 3.5, Papillon, 3, C.J. Bryant, 2.5, Jalen Ivey, 2.5, Jordan Davis, 2.5, Smith, 2, Elijah Small, 2, Hunter Clay, 2, Detrell Brunfield, 1.5, Christopher Thomas, 1.5, Sacks, Jordan Lewis, five and a half, Davis, four, Ivy, two, Jordan Davis, two, Lunkins, one and a half, Champion, one, uh, Thomas, one, White, one, D Dylan Walker, one, Bryant, and Clay each have a half a tackle for loss. 
Smith leads the team with four interceptions. Papillon, two. Lewis, one. Joe Davis, one. Jordan Davis, one. Benjamin Harris, one. Jordan Eastland, one. Cordell Caldwell with one. Southern is uh, what you see is what you get kind of team. They want to run the football. They want to stop the run. Um, the passing game will, will come when the offense is able to run the ball because you have to account for Skelton, you know, getting loose on the outside with his legs. You have to account for Ben, you know, kind of crashing inside and getting the tough yards, you know, taking that dive part of our option attack and, and getting what he can get and, you know, and the bevy of other backs that they're going to throw at you in the game. Southern, Southern really wants to run the ball 45 to 50 times. And if they can do that in any game, they have a decent chance of being successful. Defensively, Southern leans on the run. They want to stop you. Obviously, you know, allowing only 104 yards per game on the ground, they they do that. But their weakness is the pass game. You know, for whatever reason, they have been getting, you know, beat. The Conos haven't been playing very well. Uh, the safeties don't always, you know, they lose contain sometimes. Uh, they blow coverages. But the pass rush hasn't been as, as good as it was expected coming into the season either. So, they Southern can be beat through um, – Sustain well, not not necessarily sustained drives, but Southern gets beat more on explosive explosive pass plays. Um, if they can make you drive the field, then they have a better than average chance of, of making you of not allowing you to score. And they play very good in the red zone, so they are more of a bend but don't break type of defense. And some you know sometimes that's good, sometimes that's bad. Um, if the offense is clicking, then it it can kind of it can kind of um buoy and balance out that defense because if the offense is playing well, then they know that they can go score for score with anybody um, as long as the run game is working. So that's that's kind of what, what the game plan is. And there's no surprise. I don't think anybody is surprised by what Southern does um, week by week. Jackson State is averaging 27 points per game. They're allowing 20. Uh, excuse me, they're allowing 34. Um, they have... They have uh, 1,941 yards rushing on 425 attempts, 4.6 yards per rush, 15 touchdowns, 194 yards per game. Uh, the opponents, 2,088 yards on 409 carries, 5.1 yards per rush, 22 touchdowns, 208 yards per game. Jackson State is 162 of 304 passing. 18 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, 2,044 yards. That's 204 yards per game. The opponents, 142 of 258, 2,029 yards, 19 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. That's 202 yards per game. Total offense, Jackson State, 3,985 yards on 729 plays, 5.5 yards per play, 398 yards per game, 33 touchdowns. The opponents, 4,117 yards on 667 plays, 6.2 yards per play, 4.1, uh, 411 yards per game, 41 total touchdowns. They're averaging 35 yards per punt. They have allowed 31 sacks, which is the most in the conference, and they have 19 sacks. So they they don't they've been average getting pressure on the quarterback, but their line has been really poor, allowing pressure to get through 
and and that kind of uh, that's part of the reason why they need to run the ball more and why they lean more on the run game because pass protection is not that good. They only have eight interceptions on the season. Um, they have 86 penalties for 752 yards. That's 75 yards per game. The opponents, 98 penalties, 840 yards. That's 84 yards per game. Jackson State has 214 first downs. The opponents, 203. Jackson State is 47 of 142 on third down for 33%. The opponents, 49 of 130 for 37%. The Tigers are 9 of 17 on fourth down for 52%. And the opponents are 3 of 14 for 21% on fourth downs. Jackson State is led in rushing by Keyshawn Harper. He has 97 carries, 552 yards, three touchdowns. Jordan Johnson, 86 carries, 462 yards, four touchdowns. Jalen Jones, 67 yards, 67 carries, excuse me, 306 yards, two touchdowns. Tyson Alexander, 53 carries, 283 yards, two touchdowns. Kimani Clark, 43 carries, 275 yards, and one touchdown. Derek Ponder, 121 of 222 passing, 12 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, 1,387 yards. Jalen Jones, 31 of 65, 556 yards, 5 touchdowns, 3 interceptions. They're led in receiving by Warren Newman. He has 36 catches, 354 yards, 5 touchdowns. D.D. Bowie, 28 catches, 423 yards, 4 touchdowns. Daniel Crowell, 23 catches, 295 yards, 1 touchdown. Kylan Richie, 15 catches, 198 yards, 1 touchdown. Rameek Wallace, 14 catches, 214 yards, and a touchdown. Kenan Young, 14 catches, 143 yards, 2 touchdowns. Uh, Kennedy, 13 catches, 259 yards, and four touchdowns. And Kobe Gates, 10 catches for 120 yards. Defensively, they're led in tackles by Keontae Hampton with 95, Tyler Rogers, 66, Rashad Jenkins, 45, Chikaza Glass, 44, CJ Anderson, 36, Arrington, 36, Khalil Johnson, 35, Kedar Barnett, 31. Elvira Payton, 27, McIntosh, 27, Gladney, 25, Ryan Theard, 23, Jumani Crane, 23, and Justin Reagan, 29, I mean, excuse me, 20. Tackles for loss, Hampton, 13, Reagan, 10 and a half, Anderson, 6, six and a half, Crane, 4 and a half, Glass, 4, Arrington, 3, McIntosh, 3, Brian Mitchell, 3, uh, Kadar, 2 and a half, Johnson, 2, Gladney, Two, Peyton, one and a half, Rogers, one, Theard, one, Holmes, one, and Tyler Casby, one, Sachs, Hampton, four and a half, Anderson, three, Crane, three, Reagan, two, Rogers, two, Glass, one, Arrington, one, Kedar, one, Peyton, one, and McIntosh with a half a sack. Interceptions, Holmes, CJ Holmes, three, Rashad Jenkins, two, Tanoa Alex. Joshon Baker and Matt Little each have one. Um, one thing I do want to point out, I, I this basically just came up um, in the last day. Jackson State will be missing um, three def, uh, defenders because they have been um, 
they have been suspended indefinitely due to some off the field issues. Um, let's see if I can pull up the uh, the name. I know uh, Jakaza Glass is is one who um, he plays quite a bit. They're all defensive guys. Um, you hate to see this kind of stuff happen, um, regardless of when it happens. But you know, Jakaza Glass. Carl Jones were were suspended, um, charged with robbery, and Travis Clark, vehicular manslaughter. Those are, you know, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not here to, to to cast anything or anybody, but I just wanted to point those those that news out that these guys will be missing the game. Of those guys, Glass is the only one that really has really played a lot. I mean, you know, that's neither here nor there when you when you're looking at kids facing off the field issues. Um, really hope that, you know, whatever happened, you know, may, you know, I'm not here to to, to cast blame or, or guilt or or innocence either on anybody. But I I'm, you know, just here to report sports news and, and that's a that's a big thing. Um I don't think that's gonna have a huge impact on the game. You know, football is, is the least of their worries right now. Hopefully they get you know, get whatever situated and, and get themselves back on track in a positive manner, so they can continue to 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 live life in a in a positive aspect. You know, regardless of football or any of that. Um, this game is gonna be a still. You know, getting back to while we're here, um, this game is gonna be an exciting game. You know, Southern and Jackson always brings intensity. You know, Southern's still trying to hold on to first place. Jackson's trying to remain in the in the East race. These two teams kind of mirror a little bit. Um, I think Jackson it, it may have finally found their identity offensively. I think they're gonna go ahead and try to run the football and and, and see where that gets them, and, and hopefully catch you. You know, with some passing to kind of throw you off. If they go with Jalen Jones as the starter quarterback, I think he started last week. Then that opens up a whole nother dimension for their offense because he's a dual threat guy. Just like, you know, Skelton with Southern, you have to account for his legs. Um, he's still erratic as a passer because he's young, but he does have a, a, a good arm. But you don't know really if you're going to be able to get that consistency from him week in and week out, you know, passing the ball. So that's, the, I think, the advantage to Southern is that Southern is. They're going to run the football. I don't think they're going to deviate from that. But I think if it comes down to which team can consistently pass better, I think Southern will, will be able to do that because I think Southern's run game, because they are super committed to that, that's going to allow them to run the, to throw the ball more when they want to. I think Southern's run defense is going to be tested this week, but I think they'll hold up enough to make Jackson State have to pass first. And they'll get that they'll get their big plays down the field because Southern, you know, their defense gives up big plays, but they've always find a way to make a play and to get a stop when needed. So I think this is gonna be a, a, like a thirty-one to twenty-eight type of game. Um probably most likely gonna come down to the last possession. So we'll you know, it should be a great game and, and and one that both teams will be proud to have played in. Our final game of the week is Alabama AM. Heads to Lorman, Mississippi to take on Alcorn State. That's also a 2 o'clock kickoff. Huge game for East Division standings. This is almost 
this this game is pretty much for the East Division. If Jack if Alcorn wins, then they just have to get past Jackson. Um, depending on what happens with the Jackson Southern game. If AM wins, then they make this thing really interesting coming into the home stretch. Um they can they beat the, they win this game in Alcorn. Alcorn beats Jackson next week, then AM goes to the championship with a tiebreaker over Alcorn. And that also impacts the West Division. Uh, depending on what happens in Southern's last two games, Southern could conceivably host the conference championship game. So everything's still up for grabs in the swag. There's nothing set in stone at all. The last couple weeks are going to be really good. AM comes into this game at 6-4, six, 3-2 six and and in conference. They defeated Morehouse 35 to 30 to open up the season. They lost to Pine Bluff 52-34. They lost they beat North Alabama 31-24. They lost to Sanford 55-21. They beat Central State 63-20. They beat Texas Southern 35-28. They lost to Groundland 23-10. They beat Alabama State 43-41. They lost to Southern 35-31. And they beat Jackson State 48-43. So offensively, AM's one of the better teams in the conference. Defensively, they're one of the worst. And I think that's kind of what hamstrings them. They're allowing 35 points a game. They're giving up. Uh, they're scoring 35 points a game. They're allowing 35. Um, they have 231 first downs. The opponents, 213. AM has run for. 1467 yards on 373 carries, 3.9 yards per carry, 146 yards per game, 18 touchdowns. The opponents, 2,259 yards rushing on 435 carries, 5.2 yards per carry, 225 yards per game, 18 touchdowns. AM is 232 of 373 passing, 30 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. 3,190 yards to 310 yards per game. The opponents, 176 of 309. 25 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 2,248 yards. That's 224 yards per game. Total offense, AM, 4,576 yards on 746 plays, 6.1 yards per play, 457 yards per game, 48 touchdowns. The opponents, 4,507 yards on 744 plays, 6.1 yards per play, 450 yards per game, 46 touchdowns. And it was averaging 37 yards per punt. The opponents, 36 penalties, 82 penalties for AM for 670 yards. That's 67 yards per game. 93 penalties for the opponents, 94, 940 yards, 94 yards per game. AM is 56 of 145 on third down for 38%. 9 of 20 on fourth down, 45%. They fumbled 17 times and lost 12. Uh, the opponents, 50 of 151 on third down for 33%. 13 of 23 on fourth down for 56%. 15 fumbles and lost 6. AM has 25 sacks. The opponents have 20. Individually, they're led in rushing by Jordan Bentley, 222 carries. 1,062 yards, 13 touchdowns, and Gary Quarles, 60 carries, 249 yards, one touchdown. Passing, Aguil Glass, 230 of 367, 3,064 yards, 29 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. Uh, Zabrion Moore, 51 catches, 953 yards, 8 touchdowns. Ibrahim, 
41 catches, 786 yards, 10 touchdowns. Brian Jenkins, 22 catches, 245 yards, 1 touchdown. Kendrick Johnson, 18 catches, 234 yards, 3 touchdowns. Cameron Young, 28 catches, 205 yards. Jordan Bentley, 20 catches, 182 yards, 2 touchdowns. Adu Hilaire, 12 catches, 150 yards. Defensively, they're led in tackles by Armani Holloway with 99. Kelly, 70. Trenton McGee, 54. And Marquise Price, 44. Denzel Davis, 43. Fletcher, 35. Cushine, 32. Selmar Russell, 31. Adrian Portlock, 29. Amari Holloway, 27. Tawali Wilson, 27. Williams, 27. Mike Mills, 26. And Amir Berry with 20. Tackles for loss. Holloway, Armani Holloway, 11 and a half. Cushine, 10 and a half. Kelly, 8. Russell, 5 and a half. Price, 5. Breon Austin, 4. Denzel Davis, 3. Adrian Portlock, 3. Mason Ellis, 3. Trenton McGee, 2 and a half. Struggs, 2. Callaway, 2. Carter, 2. Jalen McGee, 2. And Hayden Guilford, 2. Sachs, Cushine, 7. Price, 3 and a half. Ellis, three and a half. Kelly, three. Armani Holloway, two. Breon Austin, two. Russell, Davis, Carter, Portlock, each have one sack. Interceptions. Fletcher with three. Kelly, two. Portlock, two. Williams, one. Mike Mills, one. Caleb Riley, one. DeMarco Gibson, one. And them, like I said before, they're a very, very explosive offense. They can put points up on the board. They don't throw a lot of different guys at you, though. That's, you know, kind of the thing that kind of gets me is that they only use four or five guys to do all of their offense. Jordan Bentley is their running game. He leads the swag in rushing. Uh, Glass is their passing game as the quarterback. He leads the swag in passing. Moore and Ibrahim are two of the top receivers in the conference. So, you know who you have to deal with. They have yet to be stopped. So, that's offensively, they are very good. They haven't lost a game, really, very many games because of offense. Um, Early, they did because they couldn't get any consistency. But lately, they've been putting up points on the board, you know, in rapid fashion. But defensively, they're allowing points in just the same amount of fashion. So, defensively, they have to get out of their own way and and make some stops. Because Alcorn, you know, yeah, they took a loss to Gremlin, but... Alcorn still a dangerous team, and they're undefeated at home, so that's going to definitely make things a little bit tougher for them. Uh, Alcorn comes into this game at 6-3, and 4-1 and one in the conference. They beat they lost to Southern Miss 38-10. to 10. They beat Mississippi College 45-7. to 7. They lost to McNeese 17-14. Uh, they beat Prairie View 45-41. They beat Valley 45-19. They beat Alabama State 35-7. They beat Savannah State 42-17. They beat Southern 27-13. And they lost to Grambling 19-16. Statistically, um, they're coming into this game averaging 31 points a game. They're allowing 19. They have 190 first downs. The opponents have 173. 1,429 yards rushing for all corn on 341 carries, 4.2 yards per carry, 158 yards per game, 14 touchdowns. The opponents, 1,137 yards rushing on 356 carries, 3.2 yards per carry, 126 yards per game, 5 touchdowns, 166 of 273 passing for all corn, 22 touchdowns, 5 interceptions, 2,146 yards passing. That's 
238 yards per game. The opponents 147 or 250. 15 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, 1,799 yards. That's 199 yards per game. Total offense. 3,575 yards on 614 plays. That's uh, 397 yards per game, 5.8 yards per play, 36 total touchdowns. The opponents, 2,936 yards on 606 plays, 326 yards per game, 4.8 yards per play, 23 total touchdowns. Alcorn is averaging 40 yards per punt. They're allowing 39. Alcorn has 81 penalties for 696 yards, 77 yards per game. 777 penalties for the opponent, 740 yards, 82 yards per game. Alcorn is 56 of one, 58 of 133 on third down. That's 43%. 6 of 6 on fourth down. That's 100%. The opponent's 52 of 134 on third down, 38%. 5 of 11 on fourth down, 45%. Alcorn's fumbled 15 times and lost 12. Fumbles have definitely did them in this year. Uh, the opponents have 12 fumbles and lost 8. 15 sacks for Alcorn, 19 for the opponents. Individually, Alcorn is led in rushing by Nico Duffy with 104 carries, 551 yards, 5 touchdowns. Deshaun Waller, 103 carries, 406 yards, 2 touchdowns. Trey Turner, 36 carries, 174 yards, 2 touchdowns. Kevon Marsh. 20 carries, 111 yards. Felix Harper, 39 carries, 100. I mean, 39 carries, 78 yards, three touchdowns. Passing Felix Harper, 129 of 208, 13. Excuse me, 1825 yards, 21 touchdowns, four interceptions. Noah Johnson, 36 of 63, 312 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Receiving Chris Blair, 26 of five, 26 catches, 589 yards, five touchdowns. LaCharles Pringle, 29 catches, 441 yards, eight touchdowns. Juan Anthony, 27 catches, 311 yards, two touchdowns. With Darius Anderson, 14 catches, 277 yards, two touchdowns. Nico Duffy, 21 catches, 200 yards, two touchdowns. Tim McNair, 11 catches, 109 yards, one touchdown. Deshaun Waller, 15 catches, 68 yards, and a touchdown. And Akeem McNair, 10 catches, 63 yards. Defensively, Solomon Muhammad, 71 total tackles. Quinterio Cole, 57. Juwan Teller, 53. Kieran Kinsler, 44. Damian Anderson, 35. Daylon Burks, 33. Malik Mikhail Webb, 29. Daryl Henderson, 29. Torrance Wilson, 28. Nichelle Heron, 24. Chris Monroe, 23. Jacorian Wren, 20. Tackle for loss, Muhammad, 7.5. Malik Holbert, 6. Henderson, 4.5. Webb, 4. Wren, 4. Kinsler, 3.5. Theron Bonds, 3.5. Jawan Taylor, 3. Creo Argue, 3. Chris Monroe, 2.5. Jones, 2.5. Anderson, Bruce Allen Bruce, and Myron Means with 2. Sacks, Holbert, three and a half. Muhammad, two, argued two, means one and a half. Webb, one, Wren, one, Taylor, one, Jones, one, Chris Hart, one, Bonds, and Heron each have a half a sack. Interceptions, Cole with four, Muhammad, two, Kinsler, two, 
Wilson two, Webb, Allen, Burks, and Javen Morrison each have one. This is gonna be a, a, a huge game. Um, offensively, I'm interested in seeing how Alcorn's defense handles A&M's offense because Alcorn, you know, they have a very good defense. They haven't really allowed very much on the season. Um, even in the game they've lost, the defense has pretty much kept them in it. I mean, they've only allowed um, in their three losses. Southern Miss was they scored 38 points. Um, that's the FBS team. But in their two FCS losses, they've allowed a total of, of 36 points. So defensively, they've still held teams, you know, in check even though they lost. Um, offensively, in their losses, they don't play well, but. Defense, you know, AM's offense is gonna be is gonna be the key to this game. AM really ha- is the key to this game in general because I feel like if their offense doesn't show up, or uh, if they get stymied, then Alcorn's defense is gonna be able to do what they want, and that and that's gonna you know bite you in the butt. You know, you can't you can't play against Alcorn and 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 allow them to get anything going. Um, if they if they run the ball. Against this AM defense, which is porous against the run. Uh, uh, if Felix Harper can, you know, find that consistency that he had earlier in the season, AM's going to be in trouble regardless of how the offense plays because I think I'll take Alcorn's defense at least to minimize the damage that AM would do on offense. I just don't see the inverse being, being the same. So I think. And it was going to get theirs because I think they have one of the best, if not the best offense in the conference. So I think they'll get theirs, but I, I, I just feel like Alcorn's going to get more. So I think Alcorn will win this game. I'm going to say 38 to 30. It's going to be a, I think it has the potential to be a high scoring game, but I think Alcorn will find a way to win and they'll take care of business. So we're going to take a quick look at uh, the week 13 standings. I mean, stats, excuse me. Well, schedule. <laughs> hey, let me find the right S. Um, Valley heads to Alabama A&M. These games are all on Saturday, November 23rd. Valley heads to Alabama A&M for a 1 o'clock kickoff. Alcorn is at Jackson State. That's a big game, um, depending on what happens in those two games, Southern and Jackson and Alcorn and A&M. This could be a division championship game, or Alcorn could be wrapping up the division already. So, um, ESPN three broadcast as a two o'clock kickoff in Jackson, and Texas Southern has their final opportunity to pick up a win on on the 2019 season when they had the Pine Bluff to take on the Golden Lions at three o'clock. So, short slate. Um, this the next week, and there's only two games the following week. So. We are heading down the road to the SWAC Championship. Everything's still wide open. Uh, let's take a look at the standings before we get out of here. Alcorn leads the East at 4-1, 6-3 and overall. Alabama State 4-2, and 5-4 and overall. Let me excuse, yeah, excuse me. Uh, yeah. A&M, Alabama A&M 3-2, 6-4 overall. Jackson State 3-2, and 4-6 overall. Uh, Valley one and four, two and seven overall. Southern leads the West at five and one, six and four overall. Um, Gramlin three and two, five and four overall. Prairie View three and three, four and five overall. Uh, Pine Bluff two and four, five and five overall. And Texas Southern zero oh and six, zero oh and ten overall. So not much football left. Last few weeks are going to be interesting. There's a big game 
each week. So there's no, 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 no boredom as we close out the season. Um, we're going to wrap this up and get up out of here. Uh, Facebook.com slash talk, Twitter.com slash talk 76 Instagram.com slash talk. SwagTalk76 at gmail.com is the email address. I'm Charles Wells. We'll see you guys on on Sunday for our Week 12 recap. As usual, if you're going to a game, be safe, but enjoy. Um, if you're not, listen to games on radio. They don't have any uh, ESPN3 broadcast this week, so check out um, any team's broadcast. And good luck to everybody, and we'll be back, hopefully, to recap a very exciting Week 12. So we see you guys then.